And now, we join the best of J Sharp in the morning, already in progress. So then I said, wrecked him, damn near killed him. <laughs> oh, and that wraps up probably the most memorable best of show we've had so far. I don't know how we're going to top that one. Join us next Saturday and we'll find out together. Anyway, I want to thank Jim Carrey for stopping by for a chat. Jimbo, it's always a pleasure. I want to thank Steve Martin and Martin Short, two wild and crazy guys, for sharing their stories and showbiz with us. Our musical guests, the Tragically Hip, the Rolling Stones, and Rihanna. Re, you have my phone number, but use it sparingly, okay? The last thing I need is another stalker on my hands. And last but definitely not least, I want to thank you, the humble listener. Because without you, I'd just be another super talented man living a lonely and empty life with women, booze, and more cash than I could possibly handle. You, humble listener, are the one who makes it all worthwhile. And on that note, this is Jay Sharp signing off. I'd like to leave you with a little poem. There once was a man from Nantucket. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. We will return to our regularly scheduled program momentarily. Please stay tuned. We expect to resume normal broadcasting shortly. <clears throat> Hi. <laughs> I've uh, I, I've just been informed by the powers that be that uh, I need to fill out at least 20 more minutes of airtime before I'm done. I thought if I started early, I could get out of here and grab a cold beer or 10. Damn it. Anyway, welcome back. I'm Jay Sharp, and this is the best of my show from Classic Rock 107.9, which you can hear Monday to Friday mornings from 6 to 10. I'd like to start the best of show here by having my lovely co-host Megan P. Murphy share an embarrassing story about herself in a little segment we call Public Humiliations. Public Humiliations. With Megan P. Murphy. So a couple of years ago, um, I was emceeing at the Festival of Trees. Uh, you know how the Festival of Trees goes. It's a yep. lovely, fancy pants. And it was the gala. So I was doing it actually with Jewel Scott. He was in a tux. I was in a gown. And I was fancy pants. I looked lovely. Like red carpet. We looked nice. So we're emceeing, yada, yada, yada. Everything is fine. Halfway through the night, we go down to Mingle. And uh, we're, we meet some people and a local businessman. We're chatting with he and his wife. And then one of his friends or colleagues comes up. He's a shorter, stout man. His hands are like um, just meat rackets. Like they're just huge. And he's with the woman who's taller than him. He was, she's maybe in her like 60s, but looks like she's had enough work to try to be in her 30s. But she's still in her 60s. So anyway, he says, uh, how are you? Introduce ourselves. And then he says, um, points to me and he goes so you're with him about joel and i said uh yeah well they pay me 
and everyone laughs, ha ha ha, polite chuckle. And he goes, how much do they pay you? And I said, well, not enough, ha ha ha, polite chuckle. And then he pulls me aside and he goes, no, seriously, how much do they pay you? I make a lot of money. And I said, what? He goes, how much does he pay you? No, I'm sorry. I'm not a prostitute, sir. I work for the radio station. (laughs) So he doesn't believe me. And he says again and says to Joel, how much do you pay her? (laughs) At which point Joel doesn't stand up for me. Just awkwardly leaves. (laughs) Would you have stood up for me? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, right. I would have said, she's not for sale, sir. However, I am. This is the best of Jay Sharp in the morning on Extra 90.5. Up next, my wife, Sue, the spotlight hogger Sharp, takes over with her cooking segment, Supper with Super. Supper with Super Time, that's what it is. It's Supper with Super Time. Speaking, can I help you? My name's Jay Sharp. You probably know me best as your husband. Yes, I do. It's time for another edition of Supper with Super. And today I want you to tell the people how to make your unique creation lips, hooves, and bums wrapped in bacon. (laughs) So you buy cocktail wieners. And you buy bacon, and you take your bacon, and you cut the strips into thirds. And you have handy-to-use, um, I'm all distracted. (laughs) You have, you have to have handy, um, a package of... Toothpicks. Toothpicks, wooden (laughs) toothpicks. Sorry, somebody walked by my desk there, and I was all... I know, I could hear your eyeballs just rolling in their sockets going, what's that over there? What's going on? <laughs> so you cut the bacon into thirds, and you take the p- little pieces of bacon, wrap them around the cocktail sausage, skewer them with the... Uh... <laughs> do you need me to redo that? Because somebody said something on the speaker. <laughs> so you take the bacon which is cut into thirds, and you wrap it around the cocktail wieners, and you skewer it with a wooden toothpick, and you <laughs> you lay them in the bottom of a casserole dish, and you sprinkle brown sugar on it, and you um, bake it in the oven. I did it really hot one night because I needed to do them quickly. I think I did it 400 degrees, and I probably took about half an hour i turned them over and got them crispy on all sides and they turned out really good that's it that's all you've got that's it but there is a a variation of this recipe that i created on my own where you add um maple syrup is there anything else you'd like to tell the listeners as we uh wrap up a successful year of supper with super i'd like to thank my fan base for following me i really appreciate it Mm mm-hmm and um, I'd like to thank you for the opportunity. And I have to go, hon. <laughs> talk to you later. Where are you going? Back to work. Are you? Why? Because Alan's here staring at me wanting help. Who's Alan? He works here. Stinking rotten Alan. <laughs> Bye, hon. Where are you going? 
Back to work. Why? Bye. Is Alan there? Is he just giving you the whole letter? Hello? Hello? That was my wife, Sue. No respect for the on-air radio product, Sharp, and her tips on cooking. Still to come, plenty of stupid, unfunny, boring banter that you should probably skip. You know, the regulars will return Mike Melnick, Sean Savvy Savoy, and of course, Megan P. Murphy will make another appearance, but I'm sure you've got better things to do with your precious life moments. In fact, I demand you do something better with your time than listen to the rest of this show, okay? I command you to stop listening right now, and you're going to obey. I'm Jay, Mr. Reverse Psychology Sharp, and I'll be right back. As you listen to Jay Sharp in the morning, do you find that you're not laughing as much as you wanted to? Do you often wish this radio station would offer you something else? Well, now it is. Introducing new GiggleMax non-prescription pills. GiggleMax pills were produced by a company this radio station does not legally own on paper in cooperation with five guys who aced their high school science class. GiggleMax combines all the mirth-making properties of alcohol, THC, and nitrous oxide. Take two GiggleMax pills before this show, and Jay and Megan will seem like the second coming of Burns and Allen. Say good morning, Megan. Good morning, Megan. (laughs) Not only that, but you will also find yourself laughing in situations in life where you never found humor before. I'm afraid you only have one week left to live. (laughs) I'm leaving you for your best friend, and I'm taking the house and kids. (laughs) In these tough economic times, I'm sorry, but we've decided to let you go. Not only that, but new GiggleMax non-prescription pills will put the joy back in your love life. Come here, baby. (laughs) You will be laughing so hard at your spouse during your next romantic get-together, you'll totally forget that the home fires burned out long ago. You can ask your doctor if GiggleMax is right for you, or you can just call Jay and he'll deliver no questions asked. Aside from, are you a police officer? Side effects from GiggleMax non-prescription pills may include excessive gas, explosive diarrhea, anal leakage, genital warts, burning urination, thick lower back hair, bad breath, intense body odor, nausea, heartburn, excessive sweating, leaky nipples, multicolored moles, discolored teeth, rectal itching, and male menstruation. The new GiggleMax non-prescription pill. Put chemically induced joy back in your life. Warning, GiggleMax pills may not work while listening to Jay Sharp in the morning. The second half of The Best of J-Sharp sees a return of Peterborough radio broadcast legend Mike Melnick. PRBL for short, or Purple. You can also call him The Morning Mayor. He'll answer to that, seeing as he was the top-rated morning show host in Peterborough, Ontario, Canada for a record 87 years. He'll also answer to Mr. Community, because he loves the community much more than you do. Or you could call him the sexy man in tight-fitting, thin-fabric, swishy black dress pants. That's our nickname for him on Boys Weekends. But Mike Malnick prefers the chairman. And today's Chairman's Corner centers around Megan P. Murphy's idea for starting a book club, which Mike enthusiastically asked to join. 
Chairman's Corner, we're talking to the man we call the Chairman. Chairman's Corner, we're talking to the man, Mike Melnick. So, what book are you bringing, Mike? Um, you reading anything uh, in particular these days? I'm reading um, another nonfiction. I'm reading Hazel McCallion's book. Oh, cool. Fascinating lady. She is fascinating. Is, is the book any good? Yeah, it's good. And she starts off by talking about Hurricane Hazel. It hit Toronto in 54, and that's obviously what she was named after. Is she ticked off that she was named after something so destructive? No, I don't think so. You know, she mentions that. She says, obviously, Hurricane Hazel was destructive, but, you know, she takes it as a compliment that she got things done because she would walk into a meeting or into a situation and just say, all right, let's roll up our sleeves and then get get to work. She's awesome. I know. How long was she mayor? Oh. 700 years. Yeah. 40, 30 some odd years? 40 years? Had to be a long time. 40, yeah. 36 years. 36 years? Who lasts 36 years in politics? Hurricane Hazel. (laughs) (laughs) How long was Sylvia Sutherland? Mayor. I don't know. Two terms? Feels like more than that. I thought it was like three terms. Didn't she do two terms, then leave for a while, and then come back and do it again? Yes, I think you're right. Yeah, more than a decade. That's a long time. Good for her. What was Sylvia's nickname? <laughs> I don't know. She actually reminds me of Hurricane Hazel in a way. Soft spring shower Sylvia. Mung's laugh is my favorite thing. <laughs> I have no idea what you mean by that, Jay. I'm just trying to go along the Hurricane Hazel line. I'm trying. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Gentle downpour Sylvia Sutherland. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of that, soft summer breeze, Sylvia Sutherland joins us now. (laughs) (laughs) But she, as mayor, I thought had her best moment during the flood of 2004. Don't you agree? See, it is. It does have to do with a natural disaster. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it totally does. That's weird. Did she have her best Here time? Here we have sewage rising Sylvia Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> sewage back up Sutherland. Here she is. No, don't. That's terrible. <laughs> Oh, my We're chatting with Megan P. Chatting with Megan P. We're chatting with Megan P. That's Megan, Philip, Patrick, Percy, Peter, Paul, and Mary. Okay, so check this out. I have a whole bunch of new products for you. Okay. There's weddings, and you have to get wedding presents, and people register for wedding gifts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But what? What do you get for the couple that's getting divorced? There's um you can buy a divorce music album. Like you know how you normally would make a mixtape or a mix CD. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, you now you can have one for divorce. Uh you can get a divorce ring. It's still expensive though. Let's be honest. And then there's this one guy who actually, you know, you get your engagement photos taken and your wedding photos taken and then he sells a divorce package. 
because, you know, marriage is a milestone and divorce is an important event too. So you can do these, like a divorce photo session where you even dress up or shaking hands or like kissing each other for the last time, all that kind of stuff. Isn't that kind of creepy? It is creepy. I was thinking the same thing. I don't know. I feel weird about it all. But now there's actually also a divorce iPhone app. There's an app for that. (laughs) What's that all about? Well, it's first of all, they say it's not just to trivialize it. No, no, it's so that you can, it gives you some links to make the whole process easier. So, first, there's some, you know, marriage guidance counseling sites. And then after that, it gives you like a little pocket sized guide, lays out all the kind of information that you might find useful, like, you know, how to end it, lawyer links, <laughs> hurt in a car, call William Attar, those kind of things. <laughs> I hated that because the guy could never say his R's right. It was always like, hurt in a car, call William Attar. <laughs> Uh, fall, 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 fall. That's the best. <laughs> it's like you had the best rhyming name, except for the speech impediment. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's hilarious. <laughs> Did you not notice that he had that impediment? Oh yeah, it's the best. Eric and I always make up extra ones to that. Do it. <laughs> like, want to kill the czar? Call William Attar. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. Stab it's someone meant- in a bar? Call William Matar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See? Now you get it. <laughs> Wanna go far? Call William Matar. Fa 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 fa. You are experiencing the best of Jay Sharp in the morning on Extra 90.5. Up next, a staple of my show on Classic Rock 107.9, Jay's Joke of the Day. A beautiful woman loved growing tomatoes, but she couldn't seem to get her tomatoes to turn red. One day, while taking a stroll, she encountered a gentleman neighbor who had the most beautiful garden full of huge red tomatoes. The woman asked the gentleman, What on earth do you do to get your tomatoes so beautifully red? The gentleman said, Twice a day... I strip down in front of my tomato garden and stand there naked as the day I was born. Well, my tomatoes turn red from blushing so much. Well, the woman was so impressed that she decided to try doing the same thing to her tomato garden, just to see if it would work. So, twice a day for two weeks, the woman stripped down in front of her tomato garden and stood there au naturel, hoping for the best. One day, the gentleman was passing by, and he asked, Well, how did you make out? Did your tomatoes turn red? And the woman said, No, but my cucumbers are enormous. In our run of celebrity ghost stories, I have Nicolas Cage. This ought to be good, and in true Nick Cage fashion, fairly monotone. We're shooting a breeze, a creepy breeze, on the breeze with a murphy please. Nicholas Cage's favorite ghost story involves the time he was staying at Francis Ford Coppola's house in Napa Valley. Francis Ford Coppola is, a, is his relative of some sort, I can't remember. Is he an uncle? He's his uncle, yeah. Nicholas was staying in the attic of this home when late one night a woman with big hair appeared. At first he thought it was his aunt, but when she approached him... Well, let's just say he found out quickly that it was not his aunt. (sighs) Nicholas Cage, ghost story. What's your thoughts on that? 
Doesn't sound like a ghost. It just sounds like an intruder. <laughs> Did you just fart? <laughs> so my chair squeaked. <laughs> that was loud. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> and now, fireside chat with Savvy. What was the worst whooping or punishment your parents ever gave you, Savvy? I want you to let your mind wander back to the times when you're dad would take off the belt or your mom would pull out the wooden spoon and tan the supple lily white savvy buttocks <laughs> uh, did you ever get a whooping not really no they weren't the whooping kind no not really really my, no my my parents weren't they didn't they didn't smack or hit i don't remember my mom nothing dad. like that no oh you got off easy i mean not until my teen years did my dad actually get physical with me because I was such a little <laughs> Were you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was a real jerk when in my teen years. You went through but, that tough phase in your teen years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think I think in my teen years, my mom may have given me a smack across the face and, and my dad... My dad gave me a, a good shove into the wall and put me in my place. Yeah. But that was like 15 years old, and I was asking for it. You were asking for it. But other than that, what it would be, uh, it would be a grounding. Uh, the punish. It would be a punishment of something. No TV, uh, no telephone. Like I remember, I'd talk on the phone with, be on the phone for like hours, saying talking. Dad, yeah, it's just. Listening to some girl breathe on the other end. It, it was weird. Why would we do that? Why did I do that? That doesn't strike do me that? as weird at all, no. actually. I used to pay a dollar ninety nine per minute for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 